it's Julissa. Hello, this is the Journey Toll podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road. The highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it's in that, it's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Jalisa Bermudez is a TV host, a TV personality, and an actress. Please help me welcome Jalisa to the show. I love everything that the journey stands for and what you've got going on. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm just glad to talk with you about your journey. Let's just like dive right into your journey. Tell me right now, this is like big news. We are premiering your own show. It's me, Jaleesa. Hi, everybody. What can fans expect from your show? Well, I think they can definitely expect to see the cameras turned on me because I know most people who who have followed my journey, they know that I'm the one usually holding the mic, asking the questions, kind of not really giving too much insight into my personal life and personality. So I think now they'll be able to see what my journey has been up until this point from the TV shows that they've seen me um, or may know me from. They'll see my journey as an entrepreneur. They'll see um, lifestyle, fashion, beauty, you know, some real talk because I'm a woman in my late thirties. And when most people were introduced to me, I was really young and, um, there's just so much that has happened and I'm excited to share and let in, um, sort of, I guess the cameras, um, in a more authentic way and genuine way and not so polished. And I think, um, it's, it's really different for those that have kind of followed me up until this point. You've been in the business for a while. So I know you moved to Los Angeles eight years ago from New York. I know that had to be a journey in itself, just being able to have the confidence to go from one city to another city. Can you just give some advice for um, someone out there, our listeners, our viewers, uh, what's it like, you know, putting yourself out there? What, what's, what's the game really like? What's insight in that? Oh, being a New York girl, I mean, I was born in Dominican Republic, raised in New York, and like you said, eight years now in LA, and in the beginning, it was really tough. Um, I was going back every other week because I was trying to adjust to the lifestyle change, the, the way of life, the pacing was very different. You know, New York is a very much, well, New York City is very go, 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 and out here, it was, it was still a hustle, but in a totally different way, because you're in Hollywood. Yeah. And that's really what propelled me to move out here. My parents were getting ready to retire. And I thought, if I'm going to take a chance, it has to be now. Um, I didn't want to waste any more time. As we know, time is so valuable. And it really does fly by. And I thought now or never. So I wanted to take that leap of faith. And when you really want to do something, when you want to see different results, you have to do something different. And that's where I was in my life and my career. I felt like I was hosting and um, doing so much in my career in New York and sort of tackled that already. I wanted to see what else was in store. And of course, if you want to be in Hollywood, you kind of have to be in Hollywood, right? Yeah. And that's, what my thinking was behind that. So to anyone that's afraid, I mean, you only live once. And if you can just find that strength to take chances and to realize that 
if you want different results, you have to do something different and, um, you know, kind of go for it. What's been the biggest lesson for you? Staying true and authentic to who I am and what my passions are and what I want out of life. Because ultimately people, especially nowadays, um, they, they can smell when you're being honest and transparent and when you're not and you're faking the funk, you know, as they say. So I think being transparent and honest and authentic for me has always been something that I wanted to, to stay true to um, and not sort of go off in a different direction because ultimately you are who you are at the end of the day when no one's around, when the cameras are off, when the lights are off, when you take off the glam, when you hang up your ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end of the day, you have to stay true to you. And um, that's also the beauty in everyone's individuality. I think that that's where the beauty lies, you know, being you. No one can take that away from you. So true. Let's talk about the beauty uh, of you and so many different facets and you as an entrepreneur and your new skincare line. I want to say one thing that's, that's special about this skincare line to me as I'm talking about it. It's important to mention that this is not just you putting your name on something and attaching your name to a brand. From start to finish, this is 100% your brand. You're like, you're actually putting the pieces together. What has that been like for you? What's this hat, this role as an entrepreneur? What's that been like? It has been insane. I definitely tackle that on my Clio TV show. It's me, Julissa. You will see when it's me being an entrepreneur and things are just not going my way. And entrepreneurship is hard. And I really wanted to share that journey on the show because most people see the end results of things and they see them in such a polished way. I mean, Hello, I have a very polished looking Instagram. So with the show, I thought it was important to explore giving some that some of that real insight as to what entrepreneurship is like because it's hard. It's not an easy road. I, I will say it's been a very rewarding role. Um, this is the line, it's called Republica, it's a heritage brand. Um, I was born in Dominican Republic. And like you said, I didn't just slap my name of it on it. This is custom formulation, um, sugar body polish. One of our most natural resources in Dominican Republic is sugar cane. So that really got my wheels turning on. Um, I'm a huge lover of body care. I really believe that body care is skin care. So um, growing up in New York, and going to Dominican Republic, I saw the difference in my skin, obviously in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, you're hydrated, you're glowing, you're dewy, you're, you're giving all of that good, um, you know, hydration that, that's by way of the humidity. And then in New York, you know, winter months, fall, winter, you're, you're dry, ashy, flaky. And I really loved doing DIY exfoliating. I feel like people don't exfoliate enough or don't polish enough. So that's why it's a sugar body polish. So I really want people to tune in and see some of the things that the ins, the ups and downs, the ins and outs of what it takes to do a brand from scratch and not just slap your name on something. And this is all very curated and 
thought out. Yeah, it's thought out and it's a process. And people, I think, especially in this whole age of like Instagram and yep. I should say social media in general, it's it, the outside world thinks it's so easy just to be an entrepreneur and just put it together. And it's a lot of things that go along with it, a lot of good things, but it's also a lot of a lot of bad things too. So I think it's amazing that you're going to highlight this and showcase this on the show. Yes, for sure. When when I got the opportunity and uh, TV One and Clio TV were interested, I said, wow, um, I would love to show this part because I think they, their program is already, their programming is already so amazing um, and, and geared towards women. And I feel to your point with social media, you just, you don't get to see the journey you really see the majority of the time, the end result. So when you watch the show, you'll get to see some of that journey. I love that. You're also a beauty influencer. So people tune into your social media to, to check out your tutorials. What are you working on now? I mean, you all are doing something with your hair or you may show something with your makeup, your glam. Um, and I think that that's something that resonates with people, with your audience, with your fan base, because they feel as though that they can, you know, they can touch you, that they know you personally and that they can engage and also, you know, get a glimpse of what you're doing and do that for themselves. What's next for you in that world? Honestly, to continue to crank out some content um, and continue to grow in the beauty space, it's a very oversaturated market. So I think representation is so important, which is why I really um, fell in love with doing tutorials and sharing some of my beauty secrets and being in this business for as long as I have and sitting in so many different makeup, hair and makeup chairs, and sometimes not having a budget for hair and makeup and having to figure it out and pull it together. And, you know, now we're living in a world where working from home is the norm, doing these kinds of virtual um, meetings and, and interviews and all the things that you have to do to pull yourself together. And you want to look presentable because it's not even so much about the surface and the look and the vanity of it. It's more about if you feel, if you look as if you feel good, that translates in your attitude and you ultimately have a different way about you, you know, your confidence, it, it really starts elevating when you start realizing, wow, I can pull myself together quite nicely here and, um, you know, tackle these things, these goals, these, I can be a boss babe, but also look good doing it kind of the attitude. It's true. You walk a little bit differently when you have your hair done or when you have your makeup done or as a woman, even as a, a man, I imagine so too, you, you flow a little differently when you, when you feel as though you look good on the outside. Absolutely. So, yeah. What's three tips, three tips you can pro pro provide to someone listening? Um, if they're an entrepreneur, um, what would you say to them? Three tips you pro can provide to them to make the process easy or easier. I would definitely say easier. I, I don't know if um, everyone's going to have the same journey or experience, but one tip for sure would be don't do it unless you're absolutely passionate about it because it's very time con time consuming it's expensive it is so many things um it's not gonna go the way you envision when you start off so you really have to want it um another tip if you can find a mentor i highly recommend a mentor i've been so blessed with having a mentor along the way and um yeah, I would also say 
Um, make sure you have your ducks in a row <laughs> as far as um, payroll, um, all of the legalities and logistics, whether it's um, trademarking things, making sure that you are in line with all of that, because what you don't want to happen is all this time, money, energy that you've been spending on something that you're passionate about. And then next thing you know, you're getting sued for things that you didn't know that you had to handle. So really the logistics, making sure you're doing your research, making sure that you are passionate about whatever it is you're gonna put your name on. And don't cut corners. As you can tell, you can tell in the brand. Yeah, you can see it. You can tell. You're right. And, and, uh, and, I, and I'm not referring to the monetary aspect of it. I'm just saying, like, really make sure that when you're putting your name on something, you're, you're not rushing it. And that's one thing I learned because my brand, I, I had so many different launch dates. I mean, it went from launching in May to launching in July to finally launching in, in September because there was the shipping issue, you know, right now there's a huge um, crisis in shipping and getting import and exported goods and these things that are out of your control. So you have to breathe and take a moment and know that things are happening for a reason. And it's all in timing is everything. So you, you may want to rush things and you may want to cut corners, or but it's not worth it in the long run. Switching gears a little bit to your personal life that I know you kind of dive in a bit and you're going to talk about and share on the show. Um, you talk about the fact that you're, you're single and, um, you know, what's that like? I'm single too. So I, trust me, I get it. I understand it. Do you feel the pressure at a certain point from people or society saying, well, you know, what is what's wrong or what's going on? Why do you think it's so tough to find, to find the one or find the man uh, to align with the right one? Yeah. On the show, you're definitely going to see that it's me, Julissa, single as can be. Um, <laughs> And I actually don't have the answer, which is why I wanted to explore that on the show as well. I bring in my girlfriends who have also sort of chosen career in a way versus love their love life sometimes and relationships. So we really dive into that. And I really feel as if women can resonate. I mean, you just said you're single and you seem successful and you've got your stuff going on and you're in media. And sometimes that can be really challenging because you're trying to balance it all. And as women, it's something that is second nature to us. You know, we really are multitaskers at the end of the day. And sometimes things in other realms of our life suffer. And for me, it's been relationship. You know, I've had opportunities where I've been put in a position to say, oh my gosh, do so I take this job that is a huge um, you know, game changer in my mind or do I take the leap of settling down and just sort of giving it up and seeing where a relationship goes? And again, I just sit back and I let the universe and prayer and timing of all the things handle it because there's really nothing else you can do. Um, again, on the show, we definitely explore that. I have some of my friends that are in the business, really successful in their own right, come on and we discuss it. It's an, and it's important discussion, I think, to touch on because there's so many women that are in that same position, not just you and I, but yeah, it's so common. And it's, um, yeah. Statistics it's, are crazy, especially yeah. in 
your cities where women are, you know, really moving up the ranks and yeah. work so hard as a woman, as you know, sometimes you don't always get offered the same opportunities. Yes. So especially being a woman of color. Yes. So that's something we for sure talk about. What are some, what are your spiritual practices? You, you just touched on that. And I wanted to dive into that if you could, I know, um, do you, are, are you spiritual? And, and, and if so, what do you do? Do you meditate? Do you have a daily spiritual routine that you can share with the world? It's so funny because for my birthday that just passed, I went to a retreat where it was all about mindfulness, joy and harmony, gratitude in your life. So I bought a gratitude journal. I bought a journal the next 90 days, some books that are, I I love self-improvement books. Um, So those are ways that I definitely, of course, prayer. I'm big on prayer. Um, I grew up in a very um, spiritual and and, um, more Catholic upbringing, but then with age and um, now as an adult, I really um, found my way um, towards um, Christianity more so. And then I love certain practices of Buddhism. So I kind of balance it all. Um, I fully believe in knowing that, you know, there, there's, it's beyond me. I, I, I certainly can't control everything. And I just try to keep my faith really aligned with um, my mindfulness because um, it, it's all encompassing. Finish this sentence. I am a master of? My own destiny in a way, <laughs> I guess. Because I, I, I just thought about like, wait, I just said all of these things, but I am a master of my own happiness, I guess I should say. I love that. Okay. I would like to wrap with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What is something that you can tell us about yourself that as no one knows about you, a secret, if you will? Well, you definitely want to watch. It's me, Julissa, because you're going to see that, um, I guess, things that uh, people would be surprised to know. Um, I guess something really quirky would be that I can wiggle my backbones really well. I know that's random. Really? Like, I don't know if you can kind of see, but yeah, I can I can grab my backbone. It's, it's I know this is so weird, but yeah. Um, kind of double jointed in that way. Random. Well, that random, but I like that. That's a, that's a <laughs> random tidbit. That's what I was saying. And don't ask me how I discovered that because I absolutely <laughs> don't remember. Well, thanks for I'm sharing sure that with me. My three older brothers. I get it. I get it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. If someone wants to tune in, how can they tune in and find the show? How can they, how can they follow you and your journey? Yes. Well, of course they can follow on uh, mycleotv.com and uh, mycleotv on Instagram. The show premieres. It's tonight, 8.30, um Eastern time. So you guys got to check it out. And, um, you know, if you want more information, just mycleotv.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and best of luck. I, you have a new viewer, new fan, new, all of that. I'll be a lo- following you along your journey. So Kudos to you. Congratulations. Keep pushing on and doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too. Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I'm going to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.